Um, when Bhante Sujatha first asked me to do this talk, I was, um, I was like, absolutely, you know, Bhante Sujatha asks you to do something, you're like, of course, you know, and I, I was really cool, like cool as a cucumber at the time. And then now as time has worn on, the gravity of um, uh, the chief Sangha patron of North America asking me to give a talk <laughs> has kind of started to sink in and I was like, whoa, this is a really big deal, you know, and, and my best friend was like, Jill, don't freak out. So I'm not going to freak out. Um, and uh, originally, for, um, for I, had, I had the talk in my mind for a long time and it was going to be... Um, uh, to talk about my beloved teacher Bikinui Wimala and how her guided meditations had made me realize that um, not only am I my own best friend, but I'm also my own uh, most difficult person, and and how that uh, and how that since I'm both, I can wish myself well twice in the same meditation, which is a really <laughs> cool thing. Um, and actually, my whole talk was going to be about this this subject. And um, uh, this past Thursday, it's, uh, there was an event in my life that I um, it caused me to to rewrite my speech. So, um, well, Thursday started as a as a beautiful day, you know, a typical, uh, a very beautiful summer day, blue skies, um, you know the birds were singing in the trees and I, I was kind of skipping happily through my day and uh, rainbows and butterflies and you know that whole thing <laughs> and um, uh, in the morning I attended a great yoga class by Deirdre um, here at the with David and Lydia and it was an it was really a magical class I almost deemed it special because it was just so nice and then um, in the afternoon, I was still, you know, skipping through my day. I was, you know, very happy, and um, I took a fabulous bike ride. I was coasting along, kind of. I don't know if you, anybody remembers Pee Wee Herman on his bike, and la la la. This was kind of how my whole day was going. It was just a really happy day, and I was still kind of, um, I was still riding these vibes from the Kirtan chanting that I'd done early in the morning um, before I came to the temple. And then um, the day wore on, and then uh, later that afternoon, still skipping through my day, I, I returned here to the temple. I do, I do some bookkeeping here. So I came early prior to the 6 o'clock chanting um, meditation so I could get some work done. And, um, and then um, my day changed. Um, uh, and it kind of is a big lesson in... Um, how good things, <laughs> good things come to an end, and 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 everything's impermanent, and um, how things can change with a phone call. So, um, at about 5:57 here in the office, and I'm not going to cry, not going to cry. Today. <laughs> um, um, I received a phone call from my boss, um, uh, where I've been working at, at a garden center, and. Um, a lot of my friends here know that that this I deemed it my the best job I've ever had. I really did love the job. I, I actually thought it was the best job ever, ever, ever that I've ever had, and I've had a lot of them. Um, 
So anyways, <laughs> my boss says, um, hey, Jill, except for it was deeper than that because, you know, he's a guy. <laughs> he says, hey, Jill, um, um, I won't be needing you tomorrow. He says, um, the long and short of it is, I no longer have a job for you. And um, it's okay. Um, kind of like it is now, <laughs> the grief kind of started to grip my chest. And I got this big lump in my throat and my eyes started welling up, kind of like they are right now in this moment. And, um, and I said, um, thank you for calling. And, uh, and I hung up. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, then, you know, the, the, uh, the meditation was starting. So I came out and I sat on my cushion and I, uh, brought my hands to my chest and, um, except for it was more like this because, you know, I was gripping kind of like my chest was in a, was tight. So my grip was tight. And, uh, the only thing I could think to do was, was chant, may I be well, happy, and peaceful, and I did that. Um, it, it kind of matched the speed of my heart racing at the time, so it was like, may I be well, happy, and peaceful, uh, really fast for 40 straight minutes, so, because um, that's all I could think to do at the time. Anyway, um, after meditation, I returned uh, to the office uh, to finish the crying that I started at 5.59, so I thought I needed to... <laughs> And it wasn't just like tear, one tear, two tear. It was kind of like a waterfall of tears that were kind of like splashing down and off the rocks and flying off my lap. And so, and you know, like spilling on the floor. So it wasn't kind of just like one or two, but it was kind of like this whole like waterfall. And, and it actually felt really good and very cleansing. But, um, uh, and I decided to text him back because I think this has a lot to do with the fact that I always have to have the last word. That's just my personality. <laughs> and it had, you know, that's just how I am. It's like, well, I can't leave it at that, right? So, um, uh, but, but my message um, to him was one of kindness and compassion and gratitude for giving me... Um, uh, an opportunity to expen to really experience the best job I've ever had. <clears throat> and um, so, anyways, and then I went home and I cried for seven more hours. I gave up. And then I woke up at five and I cried some more. So, um, but that's okay, because I think you need to get, we need to get these things out. I mean, I don't think we should hold this stuff in. I mean, if you, you want to cry, go ahead and cry. It's, it's, a, it's a healthy thing. So, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because there's this pinpoint of time, um, a moment in time that's kind of indistinguishable from the rest of the time that we um, are reacting to things, you know? And uh, it's such an important pinpoint of time, but it, it, the, how you react to things is so, so important. And... Um, at that moment, there were many different reactions available to me, but with um, the many hours of meditation practice uh, that has prepared me for times of sorrow like this, I, I chose a reaction that would benefit myself and others. Um, I did not have a preconceived plan to do something that would bring me any karmic merit. 
I didn't really have time for that. I only had 40 minutes of well, happy, peaceful. Um, but my reaction was heartfelt. And um, this was a product of many, many, many hours of sitting on cushions here um, at the yoga lounge in, in my home, um, uh, training my heart and mind toward loving kindness, compassion, mindfulness, and gratitude. Um, all of these things that my wonderful teachers here have helped help me on my path. Um, so I can say that his choice to let me go was his choice. I didn't really have control over that. Um, but I did have control over my own reaction, um, a loving and kind message that would free us both from the pain of this event, the painful event of um, letting someone go, that's his pain, <laughs> and the, the even more painful event of being let go, that my pain. <laughs> And actually, his pain might have been greater. I'm really not sure. I, I don't really know. But, um, and I choose the phrase, let go, because it's so much prettier than fired, <laughs> canned, or the phrase, don't let the door hit you in the bleep on the way out. So um, anyway. <laughs> so some of the lessons from, from this experience are, well, actually, it's, this whole thing has just provided me with a great... Um, well, I was going to say that I, I really re feel like I've relieved myself of a lot of suffering through not um, reacting in, a, in my former, my former Jill three years ago might have sent a scathing email or something, you know, and uh, caused myself a lot of suffering. Um, but I really feel like I've relieved myself and hopefully him too of uh, so much suffering through this action that in reality, I, I'm really the, huge, the biggest recipient of, of my own gift to him in that it, it just kind of keeps multiplying, uh, including providing me with this, the juicy topic for this Dhamma discussion this evening. <laughs> um, and some of the lessons are this. Um, it's given me a chance to really um, realize that uh, I have a lot of work to do in the field of attachment and letting go because I was really attached to this job and, um, and uh, really difficult to let it go. But, but I did also realize one thing that um, it's not the beginning and the end of something that matters. It's, it's did, you, did you thoroughly enjoy it during the process? Like my four months there, I, I um, actually enjoyed every second I was there. So um, I have no regrets about that. Um, I realized that I'm maturing. I chose to listen to my own best friend self instead of my most difficult self. That's what I used to do. And that's the first time I've ever done that when losing a job. Um, I used to listen to my difficult self, and that was never uh, ended good. But um, I also realized that I can sleep well at night knowing that I did not freak out and go ranting and raving like a lunatic. This, is, this again, was the former Jill before many years of um, meditation. Um, I can still perhaps um, ask him to write a letter of recommendation, but this may be a delusion, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see. Um, I realize that it's best to, to use words that will lift others up instead of dragging them down, and hopefully he will, he will also pay that forward to someone in the future. Um, I realize that what, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. And uh, 
Last but not least, um, receiving bad news three minutes before daily meditation practice is a beautiful coincidence. <laughs> and um, to end my talk today, <clears throat> I stole this off the internet earlier. It was from Ram Das actually posted this. He's the, uh, the hippie yogi guru, you know, <laughs> that I love. And his, um, actually the quote, and Todd can probably help me pronounce it, it's Nichiren. Have you ever heard of that? It's like, he's like some 13th century Japanese Buddhist guy that says, um, that says, that which you give to another will become your own sustenance. If you light a lamp for another, your own way will be lit. And that's the mic. Any questions? <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's what that means. Yes. Yes. And that might be another um, more rewards that are multiplying. If I'm telling my story, maybe I'll get a job. I don't know. You know, it's possible. There are a lot of artists. Yeah. Do I still open my mulch? No. <laughs> people over there and it really was just a seasonal job and that was again there's another Dhamma lesson in that um, I, I think at some point I was told it was seasonal and I was deluded and thought it would last longer than that so again there's there's delusion there's another uh, Dhamma lesson you know um, about attaching to stories that um, have no basis in reality <laughs> so um, but it's all good I'm okay now I mean but uh, the, um, one thing is that uh, through meditation practice, you'll find that you, you just bounce back so much quicker from these events than, than in the past. Um, I, you know, I had things happen to me in the past where it took years and years, and then this one, like, four days. So I'm doing really, I'm really moving along in that mm -hmm. area, so. Yeah, that's good. Any other questions or... Comments? Did you ever find yourself um, playing out little scenarios like, well, I should say this, and I should write this, and then catch yourself and go, no, that wouldn't be the right thing to do. Where, but you say, you know, if I say this to him, if I do this, I can text him with this, no. And then you keep, did you Right, well, no, like, I, like I said, it, it actually, he called me, it was like almost 6 o'clock, and then I came and I sat on the cushion in Bonte Soma's, great chanting his, his ethereal beautiful voice you know and and all I could do was just you know well I got through the the meditation without crying I was just trying to get through that and then um which actually really helped me because it gave me that time to kind of that whole um wishing yourself well I think um just cultivating compassion for yourself allows you to to be compassionate to other people and uh, so when I got in there I really didn't give my message any a lot of intellectual thought um, I really truly think the message um, was heartfelt and was something that came from my heart it was something that I was genuine um, I told him that uh, that I you know, was very grateful for the opportunity that he'd given me that I, you know, I believe in his product I um, think he's a very um, 
intuitive and creative individual and that I was just very grateful for the experience, you know. And I, and I sent him blessings to him and his family and, and he answered me back and he said, well, thank you and I, I'll pass that along. And um, so, so that's it. So, but there's the difference in, um, you know, choosing to go with um, your heart rather than your head. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, we can't always trust these things that are coming out of our, going swimming through our head, you know, all these stories. I could have grabbed some story from, and then like been defensive and said something awful. And I, honestly, that's how I used to be. Um, but I, I've matured and, I'm, and that's a great, that's on my path. I feel like I've really matured on my path that way. So um, yes, in the past I probably would have, um, E done all sorts of drafts of scathing emails before I, but I didn't know. <laughs> um, anyway. Did this change your confidence Well, I thought about that too, and um, what I kept thinking was, because that day was so magnificent, like I was so happy that day and so confident, and it's like, this is your opportunity to, to show that you you can stay on your path you can stay stay on your path and not be not be pulled off your path by these events and that i think is equanimity would that be considered equanimity but staying on your path and and knowing yourself and loving yourself and saying wait you know i'm not this i'm not this event that just happened it's very painful to me, and I've cried for hours. <laughs> it's painful, but it's good. You know, you can feel that pain, and you can still stay on your path. You can feel pain, and you can feel human emotion, but you can stay on your path, and you can, you know, be true to your path. And, and um, go ahead. The sky is still blue, and the sun is still Yes. Yes. And they're still there. They were there when I was crying and they'll be there when I'm done crying and and Yeah, and you know and you know what I've thought about too? It's like wow, this is really a small deal compared to some of the other events in my life that have caused some real pain and trauma. Um, this was pretty small, so I was like, Oh, geez. I'll get over it. I mean I've been over, you know, I've gotten over much bigger things than this, so um, in terms of, you know, and that's the whole thing about, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you makes you stronger because, you know, the next time around, it's like, well, it's nothing. <laughs> you should have seen the last thing that happened to me. That was bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anything else? Go ahead. So do you think that when you meditated, uh, right at the same time that you were going through, this lowest point in the emotions and everything. When you meditate right at that time, do you think that you made like more progress because you did it right at the time when you were feeling all these different things? Yeah, I thought about that again. I think that was the whole synchronicity of that. Now, I, I think synchronicity is just the, the physical world meeting your psychological world just at that moment, like. That, that I received that phone call right before meditation was kind of an amazing thing for me. And it, it just, you know, that I could come and sit and contemplate this or at least give it some, uh, absorb, absorb those words 
without reacting and just sending myself love and compassion, love and compassion, love and compassion. And I think that's then how I was able to um, bring that out of my heart instead of um, ruminating and digging up stories and, um, <laughs> you know, maybe grabbing onto something that would be more destructive for me. I, I really do think that giving my, sending yourself love and compassion, love and compassion, um, just reinforces that. You know, because I really don't think you can give out what you don't realize for yourself, you know. I think it's an experiential thing, and you have to experience that for, your, for yourself and inside yourself before you can lend that out to other people. So it did help, and I was grateful that that, that moment I happened to be here, and it was, just worked out pretty nicely. I, it could be just a coincidence, or, you know, it's just, it's nice that it happened that way. I know that much. Anybody else? That's a good question. You know, somewhere in the back of my mind, too, I think maybe um, I, I may have even had, like, and we all do this. We have some idea that it, this is coming. Like, it's, you know, it's not a complete surprise when someone calls you and says you're, you know. I kind of had some, some clues over the past few weeks that this might be coming, you know. So I think maybe subconsciously I was like, maybe I better get to the temple in case he calls. No, but you know, it was like maybe just that, it, you know, feeling, I think when we meditate and we know ourselves, we also become very, very sensitive to the energy in the world around us. And, um, and, and I think maybe, maybe in a way, maybe I'm just very sensitive to that, like, not saying that I predicted that was going to happen, but I, I don't know. I just maybe I felt this was the best place for me that afternoon, and it turned out to be the best place for me. So, just <laughs> anybody else? But don't feel s no pity. I'm I'm okay now, <laughs> and I'm free for working. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I also think um, something I was thinking about for a long time was um, how painful it is actually on both sides of that. You know, it's easy to to look at yourself and go, "Oh, I'm the victim. I'm being I'm being let go from my job." But it's very it's just as painful for the person giving this news. You know, so I think part of me was like, "Well, geez, I really want to free him from this. I don't want him to carry this pain." Why would I want him to carry this pain? I don't want to cause anyone pain. So be free of your pain. <laughs> you know, I, I really did feel like I didn't want to cause, I, I could hear in his voice that it was a difficult thing for him to do. And um, so I wanted to kind of alleviate. <laughs> By alleviating his pain, I alleviated my pain and now we're all pain free. And <laughs> it's just a good thing, so. But thank you. No, that I'm done. Thank you. Thank you.